1: This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Uh, Hi, I'm Taylor Drury
2: from Drury Outdoors.
1: Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector.
2: Hey, this is Melissa Bachman.
0: Working class bull
1: hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bull hunter podcast. Working class bull hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is a podcast from Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good.
3: It is time once again for a ravishing episode of the working class Bow Hunter Podcast, number one hundred and eighty four. Good lord, we're 184 episodes in. hmm We are at sixteen hundred <laughs> bucks layer place right in the Buckatorium, where Kurt is we acting need childish. Some milk. Uh, see? What was I saying? Kurt is acting childish and he's got control of the soundboard. Sixteen hundred bucks layer place right in the Buckatorium. We do need some milk and cookies.
1: <laughs> oh but,
3: man. But I am Steve.
2: Kurt. Kurt is here as always. Yep, and Eric here. What's up, guys? Not much, man. Another wonderful day.
3: It is freezing cold.
2: It ain't that bad yet.
3: Dude, it was like 65 two days ago, and it is like 19 degrees. <laughs> this oh, yeah. weekend's going to be fun for home. Oh, yeah. Well, dude,
2: I saw some does in a field I've never seen I them think in before. Friday it's like a high 19 with snow. You so know
0: what? I don't care because it's uh, gonna be awesome. it can get as cold as it wants mm-hmm. to because we have, we're very thankful for our listener. Yes. Um, that sent out and this is gonna lead us into our vet shout out that we're gonna get to right now.
3: Yeah, dude. Uh, big shout out to D Rock Whitetail Slayer, Derek Clark. Dude, he hooked us up with some heated jackets. And they are they are awesome. <laughs> I took
0: mine off just now because I'm I had it on high and I was sweating, but it's got like a high, medium, and low, and it's got a hand warmer setting. I'm gonna have this baby on underneath my harness and my outer layer
3: jacket. Yeah. and he's the mm-hmm. only guy who sent us a Christmas card. You heathens! No one else has sent us a Christmas card, but he Pretty nice. Did he, you? Did you yeah. see that? There's did Rudolph you see the in front
2: there? of it with the little bow hunter. In yeah. the tree? <laughs> there's a Rudolph, and he's got. This
3: <laughs> it's badass. We'll have to post a picture of it. It's awesome. But um, lead that into the vet shout out. Will you? We we do um, because that leads into the vet shout out. It's actually his brother, Damian Clark. He's uh he's in the army. He's from Nebraska. Um, he's a. Is blah. I'm sorry, Damien Clark. I didn't mean to screw that up. But uh, he entered here as a, as a cavalry scout, and he finished as a staff sergeant. So, staff sergeant Damien Clark, thank you for your service to this country. Um, you know, we uh, we couldn't do this podcast without without all the hard work that uh, you and uh, all other um, military vets and uh, current serving people put in. And it just it kind of it kind of blows us. Uh, a way that um you know so many people listen they're like hey you know sometimes we'll shout out a vet and like, dude that means the world to me but it's like dude you guys don't know what you mean to us but so mm-hmm.
0: yeah we really appreciate everyone that's served in the military so thank you for your service and uh you allow us to say the dumb shit we say on our podcast every week so mm-hmm. we appreciate the,
3: the hell out of you my friend yep. yeah and um man if you guys ever got any uh, any vets you want us to shout out or any causes that we can help out shit we'll do it any way we can we love our vets especially you damian clark thank you thank you this episode is brought to you by scent
0: crusher scent crusher allows you to get Uh to where you can use the product that we're about to talk about on this podcast scent crusher leads you to success from not stinking like the smelling working class person that you are you know you are
3: you stink get scent crusher it's all right you won't stink because you know you are stinky. <laughs> it's the building blocks. Hey, you stink. Just you, you got to act like, Just admit it. It stinks. You stink. But we can scent crusher will handle that. I like <laughs> the no little, big
2: deal. I like the little accent you put in there. Y'all you,
3: well, you stink. you are. <laughs> You stink. Is it, is it, you know are, you, are are you are. Southern? Or are you a pirate?
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: southern pirate. So
0: I mean, it's just one of those things. You don't have. You don't have time to wash your camera all the time. You don't have. You can't do it. You put it in your gear bag, you hit the ozone button, Yep. run that unit. Maybe you need a 30-minute cycle. Maybe you're extra stinky. Maybe you need two 30-minute cycles, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. But a lot of times, a 10-minute run will do the job just fine if you stay up on it. Um, I hang a lot of stands, so I come in, give myself a 30-minute cycle. I'm fresh and ready to rock.
2: Yep.
3: Yeah. You know, hey, speaking of cycles, best draw cycle on the planet, mm. Elite mm. Archery, Elite Bows. Dude, the Option 6.
2: Smooth as butter. Uh, option seven's better.
0: I like the tempo, so I, mean, I don't
2: know.
3: should have to just agreed with one of us. Check out EliteArchery.com. They've got three new target bows. The Echelon 37, 39, Victory X, which is an update of the Victory. And I hear there's hunting bows They're right around the corner. So yeah. About a
0: month away. About a month away. ATA show. Looking forward to it. Just one.
3: One month away. <coughs> Speaking of one single pin
0: one pin single pin
3: what you got kurt what do you know about a single pin
0: i love my hha we just put i put that picture up on our instagram and facebook the other day of my hha on top of the dough center Mm -hmm. punch this there's so many questions about hha and the only thing i can say all the time is the single pin is worth the try especially if you're wanting to shoot further distances It clears that sight picture up It really simplifies your aiming and if you've ever if you know if you've ever had to count down through your pins to find the one you need if you're shooting 40 or 50 or or whatever this eliminates that it's easy you cited at 20 or and 40 or 20 and 60 depending on what method you want to use I've literally was sighted in with my new arrow setup in 35 minutes 30 minutes right in that ballpark and, definitely worth it yeah and lifetime warranty made in America they support our veterans as well
3: um check them out Speaking of made in America, you want your meat made in America and processed by an American processor in Viola, Illinois, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing is going to be your uh, your go-to. That's right. Scott is American, as far as I know. I haven't pulled his
2: papers, but he is.
0: He claims
3: to be.
2: I think I've eaten deer meat every day since I got my deer back.
3: The deer I've shot was born in America, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, I'd hope so.
3: Yeah, I think
0: I think mine was too. So we're doing good. There.
3: So we're going to give this one hundred percent made in America. Mm-hmm. Smith's yeah. Custom Pizza beer processing yep. makes sense. <laughs> Beautiful Viola, <laughs> Illinois. Viola, Illinois in America. Just the list goes on. But check them out, Smith's Custom Meats and Processing.com. He's also on uh, Facebook.
0: We only associate with American things, a.k.a. all the recording equipment we're using. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Thanks to all our sponsors that make all this possible. And uh, you guys make all this possible because you listen. And that's the reason why we have sponsors, to help us help you listen.
3: If you really want to help out, pull your checkbooks out. Actually, don't. uh, Use PayPal. Go to WorkingClassBowHunter.com. Check out that shop. We've got some goodies that we just keep rolling out. You know, you think you order some stuff and they're like, man, I better go check my cart. Oh, there's something else uh, new on the store. Better get it. Yeah. We all know that guy who doesn't have any
0: luck hunting. All of our stuff is blessed by Steve himself with uh, luck. Steve personally goes through and kisses every piece of merch we have in our store.
3: I do, and I get really sweaty, so the tip of my nose gets greasy, and I put it on okay. each bill of a hat. He doesn't touch anything in the store <laughs> before it Absolutely ships out. Nothing.
0: That's all Eric's blessing. He doesn't, right now, he just you just
3: decline sales. just let Out of the three of us, Eric oil. just killed
0: the biggest buck this year, and Eric touches everything. He packages it and ships it, so yep. you get luck in that box of air. With these
2: hands right here. So
0: Breathe that in when you open them up.
2: <sighs> oh, yeah, I forgot. You Check out WorkingClassBowHunter.com.
0: <laughs> on to the episode. We had Nick... Kaiser, it's yep. not kisser, Nick Kaiser on the episode from Full Range Hanging Systems. Uh, really cool product. We have it in the studio right now. We, t- we discussed it in this episode. I don't think I need to say anything else. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, check these things out. Uh, Full Range Hanging Systems. Give
3: it a Google. Um, check them all out. You'll love it. <laughs> Give it a Google. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. phone with us, we have all the way from Flair Country, we got Nick Kaiser from Full Range Hanging Systems on the line. Hey, Nick, what's going on?
1: Flair country, that's awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, you North Carolina. I think Petey Pablo made that state famous, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Well, possibly. Um, I've never never heard of him. So <laughs> we'll, we'll send you the uh,
3: YouTube link. Uh, he's from North Carolina <laughs> and took his shirt off and spun it like a helicopter. But that is not uh, the important part. The important part is you're here with us. And, uh, man, you've got a really, really cool product that we're going to talk about. Me and Kurt had the pleasure of hanging it up, so why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about what uh what full range hanging systems is
1: yeah okay so uh, yeah Nick Kaiser full range hanging systems um thank you guys for having me this is pretty cool um, yeah I just I had an idea several years ago about um, a, a better way to display your shoulder mount you know deer and uh, kind of have this uh, flashback of what it takes to you know kill a nice deer that you want to mount and uh, a lot of money into it a lot of time and he's it, just hanging flat on the wall and I thought man there's got to be a better way so mm-hmm. uh that that's kind of where it where it started and and uh made some made some prototypes and and finally settled in on a pretty simple easy to use product i think and um
0: yeah. Well, it definitely is awesome. Like we had one hanging up in here, and it, it gets it to where if you shoot, say, someone shoots the trophy that they've always wanted, you can basically move it however you need to and put it in any position that you need to. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, this is kind of a new thing for taxidermy, and I guess for the everyday consumer to have for their their mounts in their house. Yeah. Um. Well,
1: yeah. You know, a taxidermist. They're, they're artists. I mean, they do great, great work, but they can only do so much. They can only turn your head, you know, a certain amount of, you know, a certain way. Or um, So, yeah, you get a full range of, of motion. Um, obviously, depending on the size of your deer, like the size, if it's a really wide deer, um, you, you may have a little less movement there, but still... You can turn him uh, way more than you could with just a regular mount.
0: Right, right. Well, can you give us like a background of just like the the complete get go? Like, what did it take to get this going, and then to get where you guys are right now?
1: Um. So I I don't know if you you guys are familiar with um, Boss Buck Feeders. Um. Tom Boyer owns Boss Buck, and and uh, Tom and I have been friends a while, and I actually called him a few years ago when I had the idea um which I, I gotta tell you I struggled with throwing it out there to other people you know it, it's kind of like your baby and you think well I like it but nobody else is gonna like this <laughs> right, right Right, or oh, someone man. stealing
0: your idea from you
1: right well yeah there's that too and, um so after wrestling with that I figured hey I'm gonna I'm gonna call my buddy Tom he's in the industry he's been there and done that maybe he can point me in the right direction um so he he took i sent him a couple and he he really liked the idea and he said why don't don't we just partner with this and um so we we wrestled with that idea and figured out how that was going to work and uh and so we uh we kind of partnered on it and so he, he he's really helping me get it in um you know some of the box stores and and that sort of thing, which is, which has been really good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is, it takes a lot to get it in a Cabela's or, or uh or a shield or uh, some of these other big companies. And um, he, he's really helped, helped me out with that. So,
0: well, speaking of that, let's, let's, can you talk about where people can find this? We'll talk about that more in the beginning of the show. That way people can already start thinking about where they're going to go to get it after the episode.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, fullrangesystems.com. Uh, you can get them from our website, but uh, you can get them at Cabela stores uh, and and online. Um, Shields stores and online. Um, and there's there's several taxidermists, you know, all over that that are carrying them and starting to carry them. So uh, if if your local taxidermist doesn't have them telling he needs to get them (laughs) that's the
0: step after this is we know a lot of the taxidermists in our area and uh, mark rife is not here in studio but he is a lot he's uh you know i've already told him about him he's gonna he hasn't seen it yet in our studio but that'll probably be something that mark is going to carry for his customers and we'll be sure that all the local taxidermists in our area have that option available for their customers as well because you know one thing that i was thinking about too and this is uh mark kind of made me think of this because he puts spacers on the back of his mount so they don't sit flat on the wall anyway. There's like a one or two-inch gap. And mm-hmm. his idea with that is, one, it's easier to hang, but it's, air can get behind the mount and there's no moisture buildup back there between... If, if you have your mount hanging in a basement where some moisture yeah. can build up between the wall and your mount, moisture is the enemy for taxidermy. And sure. uh, this thing you know, enhances that by 10, 20 times that, which is awesome because... You're gonna have no moisture sitting behind your mount. A lot of guys have their mounts in the basement because their old ladies won't have them upstairs in the living area. So this is a really beneficial thing for the quality of your
3: mount just in that aspect alone. Yeah, and you can you can groom it too. Like we did a YouTube video, Mark uh, Mark Reif did actually about you know how to how to take care of your your mount and things like that, brushing right. it and dusting it's it, gonna and make it so much easier. It's gonna make yeah, it's gonna make that a hundred times easier. Just being able to get in there and cleaner on up you Oh, know.
2: and what i like about it is it's a quality product and it's affordable like you're yeah. spending all this money on your mount you want to show it off nice for what right. 20 25 bucks is that what the
1: yeah the singles are 25 yep uh, yeah doubles are 40 and the hd's uh around just just under 40 36
0: and yeah, the cool thing is even if like you have a fresh mount you know, it's nice to have this option for it. Like a fresh mount. I mean, like one, you just got back from the taxidermist, but even yeah. if you have your trophy room that you got a buck that you killed, if you're, if you're our buddy, Doug Schmidt is his dad is still living off his primetime buck from 1985 that he killed that went 205. So wow. b- bless his heart. Maybe he can get one of these hanging systems for it. And then he can really, you know, brag a little more for yep. the next 20 yep. or 30 years. Yeah, you there, know?
3: there you go. Okay. Marv, pull out that checkbook.
2: Yep. I would, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. too, you can move it any position every month and it's going <coughs> to look different. That's a good point. You know, people could be like, is that a different mountain?" You're like, no, that's the same one. I just moved it around a little bit.
1: Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, different deer, are, they, they're just, they're like people. I mean, they're, you know, they got their own little <laughs> cool aspects about them. And, you know, some deer have a, a really unique one side or the other. And, and, uh, this the full range stuff really allows you to showcase you know what you want to uh, but then yeah you can you can change them at any time
3: yeah that's a good point depending on who's coming over you know if you got somebody you don't really care about that's coming over egg position wherever but you got <laughs> someone you want to impress coming over you know you got all you got a ladies coming over you're gonna you know, <laughs> Netflix and chill, or carbon TV but and chill. You, but now, you, <laughs> go ahead and move that rack just so it looks a little bit bigger.
2: Now you got to yeah. decide what that position is, though. It's not just flat hanging on the wall anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like we were, we hung this up here, and it's my, the the deer that I have it on. It's sort of in the corner, and you can almost move move it over and put it in the corner. So we have a really tight, small space studio here. So he's yeah. off to the side. He's not right in the way of where people are going to walk now. And normally, yeah. you're never going to hang a deer in the corner of a wall because it really isn't possible before.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of that. Let's talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. We got something new coming out um, beginning of the year that you can actually mount it right into the corner. Really? Yeah. Can yeah. we uh,
0: cover more on this or does it have to wait?
1: Yeah, we may have to wait a little bit on that.
0: Will this be post ATA?
1: Uh, I'll have them at ATA. They're, they may not be available till uh, probably soon after ATA.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we will be sure to let every, fill everyone
2: in on that, um, and we'll have to come check them out because we'll be. Yeah, there.
1: absolutely. Well, you know, the corner is the least used space in any room. You know,
3: <laughs> not if you're a bad kid like me. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. No,
1: there's that. I mean. <coughs> you can hang your kids on it too (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about
0: all the different each individual model i guess if you will and then the the main differences and then uh the best way to utilize it or how to hang it and get the most bang out of your buck if you will um the puns are endless here
1: yeah um well the single obviously is for one deer one mount um now all of the all of the uh, hanging systems are made of steel. Um, the, the plate that mounts to the deer and the plate that mounts to the wall is a three-sixteenths inch steel plate. I mean, it's – I really wanted a bomb-proof type of product, you know. Um, you kind of really have to run a tank over them to, to break them. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean – you guys saw it it's 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 heavy enough
2: oh yeah and i'm i'm a welder fabricator so i know these things are bulletproof it's good quality
1: Uh, yeah good yeah so um the doubles the doubles are really popular obviously because you can put two deer side by side Mm -hmm. uh, or you can stagger them almost stack them on top of each other again depending on uh width and of the rack and, and all that um but the doubles will consolidate wall space. So I've put, uh, I don't know, I've put eight deer where you could only traditionally get five deer. Okay. So, you know, it, it saves space on your wall. Um, again, going back to the ladies <laughs> when, they <laughs> limit, <laughs> when they limit, they <laughs> limit. When they limit you to, you know, this is your wall and that's it, well, you know, you can get some more on there now. So you got to start
3: cramming. Yeah, that's a, that's Isn't that a a wild? Point. Point. Yeah, the house that you pay for, you only get one wall. Well, i kind of weird how that works out, huh? That's
1: a, it, it's amazing how it does work out
3: that way. Now, let me ask you, is this really what drove you to do it? I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, you know, I don't know if uh, your significant other is uh, getting ready to put you in the corner for some stuff that you're going to say, but...
1: <laughs> no, I, I tell you, I, I, I got to be honest. My wife, she's the best. She actually loves having animals in the house, so...
3: Oh, God bless her already.
1: I know, man. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I, I talked about putting a few out in my shop, and she said, no, I, you know, I want them in the living room.
0: That's awesome.
1: Okay, well, good enough.
0: Hold on to her, because... It's sad to say, but most working-class guys have wives that aren't really down with the taxidermy game, and they're not down to have 20 mounts in the living room. (laughs) Um, I have seven in mine, and I don't have a big living room. Um,
2: Now you can put 18 in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could, and uh, that might end up happening. We do have the double system here, and I'm— looking above my TV, it's a, a little small spot of the wall that's like at a 45 degree angle. It's that flat spot where the TV goes, and I have one mount there. Well, I got my one mount back this year, and I'm like, man, I don't really know where to put it. Well, now I might put them both there, and then yeah, put perfect. my other wall, wall pedestal that I'm getting back from Mark Reif this year, I might put that in there as well. So, it's mm-hmm. expanded what I can do, and what I like about it is with the traditional hangers, I found myself looking at my deer going, well, I already have all these screws in the wall and studs. Do I mm-hmm. want to take the screw out? Like, if I want to reposition the deer, like, one rat, one deer might have a taller rack or a different style mount. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I can't put that deer there because the ceiling's too low and it won't fit. I'll have to put another hole in the wall. Where, with these, I can just be like, oh, I'm just going to slide them over here and turn yes. them and move, you know, if it's on a double, you can move the top one, turn them, and move them over and do the opposite of the other one, so...
1: Yeah, right. Who knows what you're gonna, you know, harvest next year, or, you know, like when I when I was hanging deer in my house, I had them. This was several years ago. I had them, you know, separated just nice and neat and kind of offset, and and then like the following year, I I shot a a nice buck. I wanted to mount. I thought, well, crap, that screws up my whole little deal there. Now, (laughs) like you said, now I got to pull one down and actually move three to make it look right again. But um, yes. Yeah, so and now you don't have to do that. But
0: well, the cool thing is about your product is only successful good hunters buy it. <laughs> and that,
1: that's not true. Looking at me for <laughs> <laughs> looking at
0: Steve. I'm like, Steve, you might not have a use for this. I'm just kidding. But yeah. it's, uh, y- you know, you're going to have a lot of guys with crammed spots that are like, Oh, i never heard about this. Like this really opens up a lot of options for me. And uh, I'm going on an elk hunt in, in September. Hopefully. In Colorado, so hopefully is there there's some options I'm hoping for a guy with some elk and bigger mounts
1: yeah, the h d system it holds up to sixty pounds now, people ask me, oh, you can put an elk on it. well, there's a lot of elk you can absolutely you can put on them, but some of the elk that are hitting the ground these days pretty substantial animals
3: right yeah. yeah so don't shoot a monster Kurt just yeah, shoot a, a cow double, elk
1: keep it around <laughs> 300 or less no, but, I mean you know what I mean like, yeah, yeah. some of these gigantic 460's um, you know the weight distribution changes quite a bit so I don't really say yes you can put any elk on the HD system um, but if it's 60 pounds or less It'll go on there. I, I put caribou on them. Um, I'm actually getting a caribou back. Well, not soon enough. I'm ready for him to get here, but uh, he he might he might be here by the end of the year. I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm gonna put him on on an HD system for sure.
0: Well, the thing is, too, it's not necessarily your product. It's also the wall. <laughs> you know. it's, Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's- before we, before we go any further, there we all go. The- systems have to go into a wall stud don't just screw them into the sheetrock
0: right because you got the leverage working against
3: you there with the mm-hmm.
1: being offset yeah yeah absolutely so if you if, if you can catch a stud you're you'll be solid
3: yeah if you um because the, the tools that you will need that you know obviously me and kurt went through uh, you know, drill If you own a drill Chances are you know How to find a stud If you don't <laughs> Call somebody who does I mean, you guys are all Working class You know how to you, find it. it
1: You don't need a drill If you can't find a stud <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly that's
3: true You know what uh, We we ended up uh, doing And this is just because You know um, One of the things that Because we, we were talking Kurt is super particular How his deer sit on walls And when we were Lining that thing up You know, we found the stud I was like, dude, you got a torpedo level. And that was one of those things I was like, you know, we might want to get this level because any, to me, it feels like any, any little bit off it is, it's going to like throw the whole thing off. You know, if it's, Mm-hmm. A quarter inch here, it's going to be, you know, ex- I, I don't know. I'm not, like, good at, like, figuring out how far stuff's going to be off in the distance. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not a geologist or whatever. What does that mean? Okay. Any- a geologist <laughs> works with rocks. I was hoping someone would have picked that up, but no one did. So I just slid that by.
1: Geologist. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> you just
3: bring it to a halt. You're good.
1: Oh, okay. But it was, actually
0: yeah. was really easy, man. I think people... Might look at it, and be like, oh, that might be hard to line up. It's it's super easy. I, I mean,
2: was the back of it hard to line up? I haven't mounted one yet. I just lined
0: it up even even with the hanger or the the mount that's in the back of my. Oh, gotcha. The yeah. wall mount that's already in the back of your your taxidermy mm-hmm. form. And yeah, I,
1: that's that's really the best way to do it. Is is just eyeball the um, the neck and head, and then eyeball the hanger that comes on the mount. And nine times out of ten you're gonna be you're gonna be right there. But if you're not, what I tell people so you can put four screws in the back of the plate that goes on the deer, just run two in it and then hang it up and just double check.
2: Yeah, that's you know? a good idea. Right.
1: Yeah. And then you can pull it off and, and uh, throw the other two in or adjust it accordingly. Yep.
0: Yeah, mine was first run. I put it on the back <laughs> the back plywood on the form. And yeah. slid it right on,
3: and uh, yeah. But the first, oh, oh you're two. talking that back. Yeah, the back, the back plate that goes on the mount. Yeah, no, I was talking the wall. The first one we put on, it was a little bit higher than uh, than we anticipated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had it up higher. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, think about how it,
0: the mount would be up higher when because the way it slides in. Yeah, but yeah. It, uh, it worked out great.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know the pedestal mounts, you don't have as much room to adjust that plate up and down. Um, there's still some room there, you know, that you can adjust it, but the, the regular shoulder mount, you know, there's plenty of room to, to, to move around the back of that plywood. And if you mount that plate low on the deer, then it, it actually sits higher. Mm -hmm. And then if you, if you mount it up near the hanger, um, a lot of guys just pull that hanger off to get it out of the way. But if you mount it up there, it sits lower. So Mm -hmm. there's, there's, you know, a good 12 inches at least of adjustment
0: right yeah and that's you know that's you can customize whatever you need that's what's cool like you know if you have that crammed of a spot and speaking of which what's the most you've seen in one spot with with these Mm -hmm. uh with the products or just in general most most shoulder mounts how many yeah
1: um gosh i don't know i i was in a trophy room uh, a couple of months ago and I don't know, this wall was maybe 20 feet I don't know, there was probably
3: 30
0: Ooh, <laughs>
1: Good Lord. It'd be
3: fun to
0: see if you had a wall that was like, you know, either co- completely studded out or you had like three quarter inch plywood and you took mm-hmm. these and to see how much how many mounts you could get cleanly in a certain area just to show how effective the product is, to put, like... What,
3: dough mounts or buck mounts?
0: Any, any, just anything.
2: <laughs> well, it would be cool to take a full wall, like a big wall that's already full, and put them all on double hangers and see how much space you can actually save. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah,
1: well, I don't have that many deers. <laughs>
2: Dude, if you do, you're going to have that thing looking like
3: a high school football team team photo. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: just everybody stacked up. <laughs>
0: but, I mean, there's guys that have that many... uh, For instance, there's a guy that I know that lives in uh, northeast Illinois, Jeff Powell. He's a Boone and Crockett, Pope and Young measure. And I went in his basement. He's got like a rectangle-shaped basement. And he had, I don't know how many Pope and Young bucks, just crammed on one wall. And he Mm -hmm. could almost probably, maybe not quite double his space, but he could squeeze in a lot more with these. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. He didn't have high ceilings, and it was just an average-sized basement. So,
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I I know my brother um – he had he's got four four nice bucks mounted and his he had two in his living room and his wife said that's it <laughs> the other two are going wherever else but not no more in here that's yeah. sad so, yeah being my brother when she was gone he took the double system and uh and added two those two together and left him room for one more in that same little area so he's got three there, and what was funny was when she came home, uh, she noticed it and she said, "You put that other deer up." And he said, <laughs> "Yeah, but it looks cool, doesn't it?" And she said, "It really does. I like it." And so she started moving them around a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, this this will work." So there you go. That's encouraging. That,
3: I thought you were going to say when she left, he moved her out. <laughs> 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 Dude, that that's well, that's the secret, man. You you get uh, you get the system. All right, you put as many deer heads in there, but you get what you want. But you let the ladies get what they want because now they can move it to wherever they think it's ah, oh, it's not creepy looking at me. Oh, move it over that way. You yeah. let them. <laughs> you let them position it. They're in there, but you let them position it. It's a win. Clark Cummings yeah. taught us that trick. Make Win-win. it think it's their idea.
1: Yep. 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 <laughs> That's it. That is a
0: good call. <laughs> Tip of the day there.
1: So. Yeah. I- I've been I've been at several shows where ladies will be standing there, you know, twirling their thumbs, waiting on their husband, and they just kind of look over and they walk over and they say, you know, what is this? I tell them, and I've had several just call their husband over there and be like, you need this, <laughs> you, you need to get this.
0: Well, it so, makes and, it fun though too. Now you know what I mean. It's even for like kids. It's like oh, you can move. Like, not that you like, want to move around, but
2: it's like a puzzle.
0: Way. It really is. I'm, yeah. I like him, man. And, and one thing I want to point out is people might think like it's sort of sketchy to move your mount around on the wall. It's not at all. It's really solid. It's smooth. I don't feel like I'm really careful with my mounts. They're my babies, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't feel at all like the mount was gonna. It was gonna slip out, which would be damn near impossible. Unless, I mean, an earthquake could happen. This thing is not gonna fall out of that bracket. And the, yeah. there's the set screw also on there, so you can lock it. In whatever position you're in so if your house is built in 1900 like mine and everything's crooked you're good (laughs) yeah
1: well going back to that plate on the wall and getting it level uh or vertically level um that the set screw really because if you don't get it perfectly straight up and down that that swing arm will drift you know to one side Mm -hmm. or the other but the set screw won't allow it to. So if you're, if you're a little off, um, as long as you don't see it and and can tell it and, you know, you, you can lock the set screw down and you're, you're good.
3: Full range hanging systems. We got your mistakes covered. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. So, um,
0: man, I want to talk about the corner thing now. That's killing me. You had to bring that up at the beginning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of self explanatory. I mean the design, um, yeah, I guess you'll just have to wait on that, but no, we'll I'm, wait. Yeah. I'm we'll wait. picturing it right now. We can
0: talk about that at ATA. <laughs> we'll we'll discuss that there. Or I mean, within what we can, what information we can give out.
1: Yeah, perfect. No, it'll be that'll be fun.
0: So you got all the guys covered from unless you kill five hundred inch elk, you can't you can't do Don't it. Do but it. bigger game, shoulder mounts is covered. All whitetails are covered. Everything in between. Um, what else? Like, what other tips as far as installing one for the first time? Would you point out to kind of put listeners at ease for maybe people are worried about putting more holes in their wall or whatever. Just something to kind of explain to them a little more that it's it's not a difficult thing to do.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's really not it, it, the single system. For example, there's there's three parts. There's the plate that goes on the wall, there's the swing arm, and then there's the plate that goes on, on the taxidermy head. You separate those parts. You take the wall plate, find your stud, obviously. Um, two screws will, will put it into the stud. And you put your swing arm in, in that plate, and then you mount the other plate to the back of the deer. Um... Uh, with another four screws uh, re- really that's it and then you hang you know you you hang your deer onto the swing arm and then you just play around and <laughs> find the position that that you want
0: and everything all the hardware's provided by the way yeah I don't all, know if we all, all the
1: hardware is provided yeah if you all you need is a, is a drill or if you're really awesome you just use a screwdriver
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the working man a yeah ass. exactly that's right <laughs> now what would uh, what would
3: happen per se you know you get um you get the you get the product. Say maybe a bag of screws is missing, or uh, or anything's missing. Something's not lining up. What uh, what's your uh, how, how do you how do you handle uh, claims like that? Just so the listeners uh, here, we tell them to screw off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go get your own screws.
1: You're You're screw your own. you. <laughs> yeah, Lowe's Hardware. Um, <laughs> you no, know, we. You can contact us on our uh, website, and it's not one of those sites that nobody ever gets the email, uh, I actually get the email. So when, when you email the site, you're you're emailing me and, and, uh, and I'll be happy to send whatever you need or help you out in in, in any way I can.
3: All right. Well, let's, um, I want to test you out a little bit. You know, you're, you're, you're putting this claim out there. I want to get to know, uh, know you, Mr. Kaiser.
1: <laughs> be, prepared, then, gonna be prepared. Again, we're getting a little personal, <laughs> but you
3: did say something that um, that uh, that I've been curious about. I even wrote it down. Um, you shot a caribou.
1: Yeah, I did.
3: What was the uh, what What was that? Yeah, can we hear that story if, if you don't mind? If we kind of move in that direction,
1: I don't mind at all. all right. We'll We'll talk hunting the rest of the time.
0: Sure. <laughs> Go for it. I'm curious. I'm like, man, this guy got
3: a caribou. That bastard. Yeah, we all looked <laughs> okay. at each other. When you said caribou, we're all looking at each other like, yeah, buddy, we got to
1: hear this. <laughs> well, uh so I figured before I got any older and my knees got any worse, I wanted to do a sheep hunt. This is going to get worse, actually, for you.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> so I, I went sheep hunting last year up in the Mackenzie um, Mountain Range, Northwest Territories. And you know, you might as well buy a caribou tag.
3: Yeah, why not? One in Rome. It's like a turkey tag, right? Five bucks.
1: Yeah. Fall <laughs> <laughs> turkey. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and then you just you get a wolf tag, right? Because, oh, with it? Or you well, just... <laughs> you know, you, you purchased it as well, but...
3: I was hoping it was a BOGO. <laughs> again, buy one, get yeah. one.
1: No, I wish. But, you know, while you're there, because I, I probably won't ever get to go back. Um, so anyway had a sheep uh, tag caribou and a wolf um, backpack hunt for a week and a half and the first evening we we spot caribou and we decided hey we got it this is the best chance the air strip was about a mile and a half away best time to kill a caribou if you can so we we put a Pretty good stalk on on this bull, and and uh, I had to shoot him four times. Man, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if that if that sounds awful or not, but he he just would not go down. Um, but <clears throat> he finally did.
0: Is this is this the f- the first time you'd ever seen a caribou?
1: Very first time, yeah. Uh, that's gotta be. I, I've wild. never seen.
0: I can't imagine. Like, is it comparable to an elk in size or what?
1: Um, I I would say no. I think elk are bigger.
0: Oh really? I didn't I didn't picture that. Like I was yeah. I thought comparable or a little bigger,
1: but yeah. Um, but the one I killed at least was not as big as an elk. But my my uncle went with me and and he kind of said the same thing. He said, "Wow, that's a lot bigger than elk, isn't it?" And, and I said, "Well, no, not really." And elk are big animals.
0: I've never been up to like real close up to one so I, I wouldn't know but to either one to either one yeah
1: yeah no they're they're both they're both large animals they're they're pretty impressive
3: did you uh <laughs> did you see any any wolves or anything when you were when you're up there too or just uh, was it just the caribou and you guys packed out and got out of there
1: no um so that was day 1 oh so uh, day oh, 1 you got shit. your caribou okay yeah, alright that was day 1 we we packed um Quartered him up, packed him to the airstrip, and bush plane came in got him. We kept a little bit of meat so we could eat it. Um,
3: and live, yeah. <laughs> and live.
1: <laughs> uh, next morning, we packed up all of our camp and took off and um, hiked all day. Kind of giving you the, the quick, quick version of this thing. Uh, on day five, I shot my ram.
0: Damn, you're just what? piling them up.
3: Yeah, good lord. <laughs> we're
0: just yeah. getting excited.
1: The- no, no. no. Uh, shot my ram, Left the mountain at 10 p.m. Got lost. Uh, got back to camp. Hold on, you I- can't say
0: got lost. Yeah,
1: just to, like just rush over me. that.
3: I got lost in the territories, man. I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got lost. That's There's no other way around it.
3: <laughs> like, for how, for how long? How long
0: were you lost for?
1: Um... Probably for an hour and a half. Nah, that's not that bad. Yeah, I was like,
3: ah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's you're still yeah, lost. It's scary, still intimidating. Dude, that's a scariest yeah. hour and a half ever, but yeah, hell, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So five thirty in the morning, we we made it back to camp. Um, I tore I tore my, my knee up <sighs> that night. Everything was downhill, and we we're lo- loaded down pretty good, so. Um. Spent the next day recovering, laying around, skinning out you know, the rest of the sheep and um packed up camp, left again on the way, uh shot a wolf. <laughs> Good lord. No way. On the I way. know, man. Like who I shot this wolf at like fifty yards and I I, I may be wrong, but who who does that? Like who who walked, <laughs> we literally walked up on three wolves. I, you just don't do that.
0: What color yeah. wolf?
1: Solid white.
0: Wow, oh, really? So what? Yeah. Did I guess I got so many questions about wolves right now? Like, how big was it when he got up? If you had to estimate.
1: Um, he was probably I don't know five foot long, four and a half foot long Damn. body.
0: Oh, like how I always picture a wolf to be like 150 pounds plus. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, they're. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. They're they're big. This was a this was an old wolf. All his most of his teeth were were actually gone. So, I, I don't know that he would have made it uh through that harsh winter because they it's pretty harsh up there in the mountains. Right. So uh, so now we're packing out a ram. <laughs> <laughs> meat, ram meat, ram hide, uh wolf hide and I wanted to keep his skull so we're packing it out too uh on a on a tore up knee <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh we we hiked for the next two days to make it to uh a lake where we could get picked up and uh, Damn, finally, what... finally made it
2: what an adventure <laughs> two days <laughs> to walk somewhere that's insane okay so yeah. i got a question for you nick
0: would it have been as cool of a story if you wouldn't have messed up your knee
1: I agree, totally.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I, do you wish it never happened, or are you like, I'm glad that happened?
1: I'm glad it happened. People ask me that. I wish you wish you wouldn't have gone now. I'm like, I'd do it again. I mean, right. I came home and, and had surgery, and um, I, I, I'd do it again tomorrow if I could. Well, I mean, you it just know. it
2: sounds more badass. You know, you walk two days on a bum knee. <laughs>
1: I know.
0: I, I would have told everyone that the wolf got your knee and yeah. you had to fight him off, and then it, as he was running out, you cracked him, and it was all good. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: that, that that's my next story. <laughs> yeah, there you the,
0: go. The next podcast you do, that's I'll tell you how to tell it. <laughs> 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 so, what do you end up doing for taxidermy wise for all these? Are they all on hangers right now, or what? that would
3: be dope if they had the like a triple hanger and just have them all like right next
1: to each other, just because they're on one trip. Yeah, um, no, I know. Um, I. I, well, I hadn't gotten any of them back yet. So.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, you have. You're still waiting on your caribou. Is that the game plan for all of them, or, or, or what kind of mount did you do on the wolf?
1: Well, I did a full body mount on the wolf. Oh yeah, you got to. Um, yeah, that's what I told my wife. I got. To. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, she was cool with it. She likes them. Um, the uh, I actually did my ram full body mount too.
0: Oh, that'd be cool. Damn. Yeah.
1: So the only. The only animal out of that trio going on a system is the caribou.
3: Okay, it's
1: I can't. Just-
0: I can't blame you though. I would do probably a full mount on. I I don't know ram. I don't. I don't know. I had to decide in the moment, but a, I'd have to do a full mount on the wolf for
3: sure. No, oh, you, you have, dude, have to. Doubt.
0: Just because when people <laughs> would walk in, be like, oh shit. Like oh yeah. yeah yeah I shot
3: him he 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 tried to take my knee but I took his life. That's
1: right. Yeah, he took a chunk out, but I got it. Remember
3: that bastard that got your hand? I got his head.
0: <laughs> it's like uh, I always make those references. Like Steve always brings this back up. One time we did a podcast. I don't know, fifty episodes ago or I know more. Exactly
3: where you're going with this. And
0: I always thought. What was it a bear? I always thought it'd be cool like if something ge- that I hunted gave me a scar, but I killed it, and I, and I no,
3: your it. thing is like you thought it would be okay like the way you want to go out is uh is you're in a fight with a bear the <laughs> right, bear yeah. kills you, but you kill the bear,
2: so like when you, they find you you're both laying yeah dead just <laughs> right. Yeah, right
3: next to each other well,
0: that's yeah. that's my option if I have to die, but like if I could just get like a quick cool so you don't think you have to die well, I mean, I might make it out. Mm.
1: I mean, this is this is your lie. You can tell it however you want. You know? <laughs> right? Right?
0: Well, if I'm dead, there's no lying about the story. But if I get a scar from something, I can be like, yeah,
1: yeah exactly.
3: Goddamn bear, got him. Would that be? <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Did that be wild if you got like slashed by a cub, dude? You're still like, yeah, I got attacked by a bear and lived. Dude, a bear's a bear, especially if it's a brown bear.
1: <laughs> yeah, a bears a bear. That's right.
0: <laughs> but it, that's the thing. Like, I plan on hopefully I kill an elk in September if all that works out, and then I think the year after I might try and do. My goal is now is, like what you said earlier, I'm not getting any younger, and I'm young enough now where I can do this type of shit. So if I can kill an elk on public land and really hustling, going deep and get one, and then maybe next year go for like a black bear, because that's like a bucket list hunt for a lot of us. And you you yeah. have a lot of black bears where you live, don't you?
1: Yeah, we, we do. Um, it's a matter trip. Fa-
0: yeah, road trip. Yeah. Road trip.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, let's let's do it. Uh, there's a there's a lot of big bears too on uh, the east eastern side of, of the state.
0: Okay, why is that? Because I always think when I think black bears, I think Canada. But then I right. see like Jim Shockey's out in North South Carolina, and they say they have some of the biggest black bears in the world there.
1: Yeah, maybe I they think
3: like the view. The
1: view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the view. We'll pack on some weight around this, these parts for sure um I don't know I don't know if it was jim or his daughter, but one of them shot like seven hundred pound or six i mean it was close to seven hundred pound black bear
0: that's huge what what's what's average i guess i guess i don't even i don't even know where to guess
1: i don't i think i mean i would get i'm not a big bear hunter but I think around three fifty Ooh, oh, probably, really? so
3: that's probably a good. That's a tubby yeah. bastard, then. Yeah, I mean. Pounds.
1: Oh, this. Yeah, he looked like he looked mutated. <laughs>
3: oh, dude, he was he was getting in the honey pot. It was Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I saw that that reference register in Steve's brain before he said it.
3: What <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know? What it? Uh, how difficult it is for out-of-state residents to come like hunt North Carolina? I mean, I, I wouldn't assume it's. That difficult, but I mean, you know, they're probably going to get want to get some of that paper if you know, yep. out of state residents are trying to come in and get them big bears.
1: Yeah, no, that's. I mean, I, <coughs> it, it, well, you don't draw for anything, and it's just a matter of getting your license, and you can get them, you know, over the counter. Hmm. I think I'm- it's. I think it's. It's around. It might be around two. Two fifty. Oh, that's to not go. too bad. No, Them tag, bad. yeah.
0: I always wondered that, like places where black bears live. Um, and I always think Canada again when I think black bears, but now thinking about east, going out east is. I would just assume that everyone that hunts around where there is black bears that everyone hunts black bears like they hunt whitetails, like it's just a thing that people do, but. It doesn't sound like that's the case.
3: You think people push black bears? <laughs> yeah, they do. I think they
0: do. They run them with dogs and stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. That's a stupid joke. I didn't know that. That's a common thing. Yeah. I believe yeah, that's nuts.
1: Yeah, it actually. Yeah, It's I'd say the majority of people that bear hunt in North Carolina, uh, unless they go with an outfitter or something. Yeah, they they run dogs and and um and get them that way. I've never done it. Um but a lot of people do with with dogs and and i guess maybe two two or three years ago um, they passed a law where you could bait bears where before you couldn't you oh know. really so that was a problem with with deer hunters that, that you know with bait stations out obviously the bears would come but anyway they passed that you can bait bears so you can actually kind of, kind of set up on them like you do, you know, a whitetail.
0: Man, that's like that's. I'm gonna look into that out there then, because I was automatically thinking Canada, you know. But
2: I'm telling you, road road trip needs to happen.
3: Yeah, did you He's think just- about it, man? You go to like some sketchy bear outfitter out there, and you're like. He's like, all right, man, we'll get, we'll get the bear hunting dogs out. And you look, and it's just like a bunch of Jack Russell Terriers. And you're like, what is this dude thinking? <laughs> I mean, give me some meaty dogs. Give me some pit bulls or Great Danes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then, then the banjo music starts. So.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to get out of North Carolina.
0: <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised if guys ran black bears with Jack Russell Terriers. I wouldn't. I heard black bears are pretty, uh, in the beginning, maybe Canada. I don't know about North Carolina, but... They're pretty docile. Is that is that true or is it kind of a known thing that bears are scary out there?
1: Man, I don't know to be honest with you. Um I haven't been around a lot of bears.
0: Have you killed one out there?
1: I've killed one, yeah. Um it was not a big bear. It was not a 700-pound bear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do do people is it a common thing out there that people that hunt bears or you, you know use them for the meat and stuff or is it more just a meat you know, type thing.
1: I really don't know. Um, you, you hear different things about bear meat. Um, I've had it, and I think it's great. And I've I've had other people say they wouldn't touch it, but so I, I don't know. I guess it's whatever you're into. But I we had some bear meat uh, a couple of weeks ago, and in, in hunt camp, a guy brought some, and my gosh, it was good. It's really good.
0: See, I hear that too. I've had. I hear guys say that they, they don't typically eat it. And then I had someone give me a bear steak once, and I have no idea what the hell I'm doing when it comes to cooking bears. So, and I don't know how old it was and how he handled the meat. And I'm assuming I messed it up when I cooked it because I don't know anything about black bear meat. And I didn't know that trichinosis is a big thing until after the fact, like with pork and stuff, it's the mm-hmm. same thing with bears. And I cooked yep. it like a deer steak. And I don't know. I'm. I don't know if being in the freezer kills any trace of trichinosis or what. I don't know anything about it. But, um, did how how was caribou and and the the sheep or and I would ask, I would eat the wolf. I would oh, dude. I, I would, would have tr- totally want to try it. I would
2: try it. Dude, wolf <laughs> yeah.
3: backstraps. Oh, for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, try everything once. Just tastes like carcass.
1: <laughs> yeah, it tastes like carcass. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Just like a dead rotten caribou I feel like it would taste like
1: yeah I, well I didn't try the wolf
0: but. <laughs> am I messed up for saying I'd eat the no, wolf no hell no <laughs> oh, dude. no,
3: I'd try it dude any like top predator I would totally eat if I shot a lion eat that well uh, I heard
0: mount- guys say mountain lion's good
3: I would eat the hell out of a mountain lion I would
2: try mountain lion
0: it seems different though right because like we're like as a so- society we're close with canines so to say I'll eat a wolf, that kind of is like...
2: Well, you're close to cats, too. I mean, that's the same thing as a mountain
0: lion. Right, that's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, but it's cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, come on. See, that's the thing. That's come the on. thing. Like,
0: canines have a different relationship with us. So it seems like, whoa, did you eat a wolf? I'm like, well, no, I'd try it. Yeah. It-
3: yeah. I mean, but think about it. I mean, we're humans, but there's some humans that you're like, eh, they did some pretty terrible stuff. They can get the electric chair. So it's that same thing with wolves. Yeah, puppies yeah. are cute, but, eh, these wolves uh, can die. And I don't feel yeah. that bad. <laughs> <laughs> How was the caribou meat?
1: It was really good. Caribou meat was good. Nothing compares to sheep meat.
0: Really? As in, it's that good? Yes. How so? I, I guess is it lean not, or I don't know what it, to expect.
1: It's, it's, it's hard to explain. Um, you would think that it would be probably the toughest meat ever because of where these animals live and,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know, what, yeah, what they eat and what they have to do to just stay alive, climbing mountains and, and all that stuff. But it was, it's tender and the, the taste of it. I mean, it's, it's better than anything I've ever had.
0: It's kind of like lamb. Just, but wild lamb in a way that's what i, I had, had to compare it to. oh
3: dude i'm now you're getting me hungry for euros. <laughs> you didn't have any euro uh supplies when you're up there i gotta start a fire so i can get the flatbread warm and whip that's up the spinning wheel sauce. <laughs> we, we did carry
1: we did carry a little um a little can of spices so we would just put some meat on a stick and throw some spices oh. on, it and hold it on the fire and uh and, and eat it that way. But it it's kinda got a sweet taste to it. It's 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 odd, but it's it's hard to explain how it tastes. There, people ask me, you know, well, what does it taste like? It's like well, uh, meat, really good
3: <laughs> Was that the uh other than like killing a wolf or you know, this whole experience, not to get too personal, what was that was that the manliest thing you'd ever done, just <laughs> camping out, just spicing yeah. like you're getting like a shish kebab and
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, no, hands down the manliest thing I've ever done,
3: <laughs> with a with a bum knee,
1: with a bum knee. Well, that yeah.
3: that just plays into it. Yeah, yep.
0: that's yep. what inspired you. you. Just came home and started welding and making these <laughs> hanging systems. <laughs> yeah. like, I got to keep this up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, no, it was uh, that was that was really uh, a trip of a lifetime. I mean, I, I had some I had some pretty big God moments, you know where. Where things kind of hit you like you're you're pretty small in this world mm-hmm. when you're sitting you know eight thousand feet up and you have really no way out until until you make it to this lake <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean there were no airstrips between you know where we got dropped off and then where we were going so we we had to make it to the destination point.
3: Dude, it's like a it's like a video game. Except you can't pause this one. Like you have to complete it.
1: <laughs> you, you, you can't really tap out and be like, man, you know what? I'm done. I just just come on back and get me. I mean, we had sat phones and all that, but um, we had we had the uh, the outfitter flew over and dropped a box of salt for us so we could salt capes and stuff. Oh, really? Oh, nice. But, yeah. But that was it, and then just to see the plane come, it was like, man, that, that feels good, just seeing a plane, and then it leaves again. And
0: it's
1: like <laughs> well, that didn't last long.
0: Yeah, like some bad weather could really put you in in a in a rough situation out there.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean we we woke up one morning and I think we had five inches of snow on the tent.
2: And, <laughs> I lot. mean, you talk
1: about manly things. I, I never thought, never dreamed I would tent camp in the snow you know
0: yeah I imagine you never felt like you could get comfortable is what what I would expect <laughs> yeah well
1: when I woke up my my head and face it was numb and well I had, I had worked my way off my pad and my face was like buried in the corner of the tent and so I had like five <laughs> inches of snow like laying on my head so <laughs> it, it was all numb and uh yeah i woke up pretty cold and had to start a fire and to, you know the fire something about a fire you know it's just refreshing pretty, a, yeah
0: it's just like mankind comfort I and mean, that's like what it all boils back down to is a good fire is safety and mm-hmm. yep
2: and that's right
1: that's the truth
2: survival really yeah.
0: You know and I I made that sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about but I've never <laughs> I've never been to can like I've been to Canada but I've never been like in the wilderness in Canada or like Alaska or like we out west where the, I'm yeah, like the,
3: the only fires we have is when we're in Kurt's backyard throwing <laughs> throwing used motor oil on there seeing all the sick <laughs> go up in <the> trees. <laughs>
0: it, it's like in Illinois you're never hunting like man, if I don't make a fire now, I'm really going to be hosed. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll hurry up, hit the uh, the auto start of my truck. By the time I get there, it'll, it'll be, be warm. A, yeah, warm that's enough.
3: wild. Like, you had to use that fire to survive. Like, you know, dude, we throw bonfires just to get chicks to hang out with us, man. I don't
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, up until then, you know, it was kind of. That was my only fire experience too. Was in a barrel, and like I said, when you got ready, you walked twenty yards back to your warm home and went to bed.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Man, that's got to be a whole new experience like that. I mean, that's yeah, you know, like you said, you got those God moments where all of a sudden, you know, you got a whole new appreciation for your li- for life. You're like, dude, maybe that utility bill ain't really that much a pain in my ass anymore it comes once a month, but at least I don't have to have, wake up with five (laughs) inches of snow on my face.
2: I never
0: thought about a real nature experience like that, making you
2: appreciate your bills. I haven't either. (laughs) Think about it. I would have never went there or thought of that. I mean, It It, it,
1: it will, it'll make you appreciate a lot of things.
0: And the, the, the thing is too, for everyone listening is like a lot of people that have had success this season. I'm cutting back to, to the hanging systems here. Um, You can get these now and have this ready and mapped out for your mounts that are coming back.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I just made a hard transition there back to the product, but this is something I I thought of. Like, as you said, you haven't got your your mounts back. That's something to be thinking about now. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, The other thing is, I mean, they work great with existing mounts. So, if you want to take up, you know, your three or four or five or six or whatever and and just give them a total makeover. <laughs> you can, you can get them and and uh, and do that with them. But yeah, for new mounts coming back, yep, it's a good idea to start planning. And I mean, there's this thing called Christmas rolling around.
3: Mm-hmm. I've I've heard.
1: You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, well, perfect example is the buck that we put this this uh, system on, the single system. I shot this deer when I was 15. It's the first buck I ever killed with my bow. And he's been in my house flat on the wall since I got him, and that's fine. But now I, I can move him around. and
2: It looks like a totally different deer now.
0: It, it does, actually, you know, because I have him pivoted. Uh, he's turning hard to the right. And he's I,
2: looking right at the door. So yeah, he, that,
0: We did that on purpose. I love that.
2: <laughs> so
3: when you walk in the studio, he's looking right at you.
0: But it's one yeah. of those things. It's not that I lost appreciation for that deer because I always have that memory and stuff like that. But it just puts a, a fresh angle on it. and. Yeah. You know, instead of moving it into a different room, I can keep him in the studio, continue to look at him, but just I can move him two degrees every every day and start over when he gets all the way over to one side and move him back the other way.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. It, it, it's, it's just really neat, like you said, to, to go into a room and, and leave it one way for, I don't know, you know, a few weeks and then go just rotate him a little bit around. And it, it changes. It totally changes the look of not only your deer, but kind of your room in general so mm-hmm. yeah,
3: so when you're working the grind that same boring ass job that you go to every day at least you get to come home to something new yeah I mean, unless, <laughs> unless yeah unless you got a lot of girlfriends <laughs> and you can do that too but you know it's it is really cool just when me and kurt were putting together it was super simple to put together everything went really well and now it's like hey dude let's move this out of the way it's super convenient and works out really, really well. And not to mention
0: too, is uh, Nick, I know you want to bring this up and I'm thinking of it. Why you said that is if you have more than one system, you just pull the mount out and switch it on a different bracket, it, move the deer around. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's so much easier to do that than to, you know, the traditional, you know, another screw in the wall and then hang it that way. You can just pull one off, grab the other one, put it on, um, I know Jeff Lindsay recently did a little video that uh, he was pulling one of his mounts off of a single system because that particular deer, and apparently he had shot another buck on the same farm on the same, maybe the same year. So he was mounting them together on a double system just to kind of say, yep, you know, I killed those two right there in the same year or whatever. So kind of neat. Yeah, I mean use your imagination you can you can uh use them a lot of different ways
2: yeah the possibilities are endless that I'll too and it. we were me
0: and eric and doug were just talking about this last weekend um i like what we called it the qdma mount where the buck and the doe are next to each other it looks yep. like their logo yeah. oh yeah you know that'd be a cool thing to do too on that double system
1: mm-hmm. I, yeah, always, that's, I, I always did. thought about that
0: getting a doe mounted but like, you shoot so many does like maybe a sam My my wife kills her first deer this year um gonna try and get her out this weekend
2: or if like a buck ran out and you drop it and then a doe comes out and you drop that one so like kind of keep them together
0: yeah that's a good call
3: yeah that's cool or you shoot two does back to back and you're like dude that was awesome <laughs> 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 you don't does. know hey i'm just hey i'm just trying to sell product for you you know but <laughs> i right. i mean i did i think it's uh definitely for for working class men and women you know, you ain't got the biggest house, but you work your ass off and you hustle and you kill nice deer and you yeah. want to have them, dude, this is absolutely perfect. It'll save you some space, make it look nice, keep the misses or Mr. Happy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely worth checking out.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys.
0: No, thank you, man. Go ahead and uh, shout out where everyone can find you online and social media and stuff like that. And we'll link that into the description of the episode as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. FullrangeSystems.com is the website, and uh, Full Range Hanging Systems, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Check us out.
0: I'm hoping we covered everything for you that you wanted to cover about the product. Now I can't wait until ATA to see the new, the new, new products for the following year, and then uh, hell, we'll get together at ATA and talk about that too. So everyone check yeah. them out um definitely definitely worth it uh worth the money i'm loving it so far so we, we appreciate you uh, sending these out before the podcast and uh we will uh make sure everyone in the studio gets to take a good look at it
1: <laughs> it's hard cool. not to now so good deal well thank you guys i appreciate uh appreciate you letting me chat with you
0: all right man stick around on the phone here steve eric you got anything else to add Nope. All right. Check out workingclassbowhunter.com. We're getting all the stuff in our store back in stock. Check that out. And uh, next week, we have a giveaway coming with uh, WinPro as well is going to be on. And uh, we're going to get some more giveaways coming up when we get closer to Christmas. So just kind of keep listening to the podcast episodes and keep an eye on our social media.
3: Oh, I do got one thing to add. If you're hearing this, make sure uh, if you're hearing this, you might be uh, almost out of luck. But uh, the killing hats, we did a limited run on those. They're the Camo Richardson's. If you can, if you still got time, go pre-order one. If not, eh? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm going. to need one.
2: <laughs>
0: we'll have to get. We'll have to get them out. We'll, we'll get some goodies out to you. But uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We love you. Go shoot your bow.
3: You'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail
0: would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been.